0: What's going on, you guys? Welcome to Waldman's Words. I am Emily Burke. Uh, thank you for joining us today. It is officially week two of quarantine. Um, only slightly losing my mind inside of this house. That's great. You know, uh, sometime late last week, the what is it, governor of California and the mayor of LA put a stay-at-home kind of warning out there, so everyone must stay inside. And it has not been fun. So, you know, I hope everyone is staying safe and staying sane and staying healthy. Um, just wanted to put that out there. You know, all of our as of like yesterday or two days ago, parks, beaches, hiking trails, everything is closed. It is definitely a weird time to be alive right now. Um, and I feel like you can't go unignored. So we really appreciate you. You know trying to get away and tuning in and listening to adobe and listening to Waldman's words we know you have a lot of options for your quarantine entertainment and we thank you for choosing us um yeah you know i just wanted to put that out there just because um, it's happening and it's affecting all of us and i know a lot of us are struggling and hopefully you are doing okay and getting a help that you need um, Yeah, (laughs) I guess I needed to put that out there. So welcome to Walman's Words, everybody. Uh, We're going to stray away from that because I'm sure you're tired of hearing about it. And we're going to talk about our guest today, who is a wonderful musician, Mike Frazier, out of Virginia. Shout out to Virginia. I go there every Christmas to Falls Church uh, to hang out with my boyfriend and his family. Shout out to the Johnstons. Uh, Virginia is very cold and I am not happy to be flying from sunny California in December to go to snowy Virginia. But one great thing that did come out of Virginia, Mike Frazier. And this is a fun episode because not only is Mike Frazier on the show, but his manager, Atreyu Riken, is actually co-hosting this episode and gets to interview him. Uh, which is always super, super fun. So we have me, Jed, Scott, of course, it's the show, Atreya Reichen, and Mike Frazier calling in. And this was recorded before we couldn't leave our houses, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm not in the Adobe studio. Sorry, we're working on it. Hopefully be back soon. But you can listen to Waldman's Words every single Tuesday live at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, or you can listen to the podcast version on Spotify, iTunes, Adobe.com, and your Amazon Alexa. Just ask Alexa to enable Adobe Radio, and you're good to go. We are continuing on with our regular schedule despite this quarantine, so at least that's normal. <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to leave you off. Stay safe, stay healthy. We're all in this together, and enjoy this episode of Waldman's Words.
1: All right, so this episode of Waldman's Words has... Four people in the room and one person over Skype audio. Most importantly, our guest, Mike Frazier, awesome, awesome musician. And second most important thing is that his manager, Atrey Uriken, is one of the co-hosts today.
2: Welcome. Thank Thank you you guys both for being here.
1: Atreyu just nodded and said thank you. Jed hey, Fuchs."
3: so
2: much. Oh, wow, you, Mike, you're talking. Whoa. This is great. This is an all silent pantomime.
0: Everyone here?
2: We do need to hear you speak, because that's what the fans want to hear, guys. <laughs> Radio. They're tuning into Adobe to hear you talk, not just me, Jed Fuchs, or Emily <laughs> yeah. Burke over there.
1: By the way, Emily Burke and Jed Fuchs, again, are raising the uh, Israel quotient in the room. But yeah, I want to watch Atreyu talk to you right now, so I think that you guys should have a little bit of a dialogue and then I'll chime in because this is Rikens' ramblings.
4: Ooh. Sure. Yeah. That works. yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike That's and nice. I Mike and I met at 924 Gilman uh, 2016. Honestly. I want to say. that right? Um,
1: the chain reaction of the Bay Area. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <laughs> insulting. Um, yeah, so we met at
4: 924 Gilman. I was helping like co-promote a little show down there and Mike was touring off, of, I want to say his first EP, and, yeah, uh, that was
3: my first time out West. Yeah. That was 2015. It was like fall 2015. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, first time out West.
1: Thanks, Obama.
4: That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was before it got even worse. Mike was a political like punk band, and then it got so much worse. And I think
1: that's what brought us closer <laughs> together. As I don't know what you're talking about. That. These times, they're not divisive times. Nah. Everyone's really nice.
2: <laughs> and Gilman is definitely not a culture of...
4: No, it's a corporate area. Yeah. Like it's really, yeah. yeah. Super it's, strict. It's the
1: live nation of right. the East Bay. I think yeah. Silicon Definitely.
0: Valley, Google. For sure.
1: Op Ivy is as corporate as it gets. Yeah. But, yeah much. But you know, about you, so I, I'm not exactly sure where you were reared. Tell me about the Fraser life from the ground up, Mary Kate uh, and Ashley.
3: Yeah. Well, um, so I do I do have the the underground punk rock background for sure. Um, in, from the uh, womb uh, from for pretty much <laughs> uh, now I like I, my mom is a songwriter and uh, so she definitely instilled it in me pretty young but um, I started uh I started playing in, well, once I got into punk music and then started playing in bands in high school and a little bit after high school but uh, well, we're talking <laughs> so before started,
1: that before that where where are you where are you from where did you I'm from,
3: so I'm from Winchester, Virginia, which is in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia Uh and a beautiful place, like an hour 20 west of DC, (laughs) kind of rural, um, not like, not like the rest of Western Virginia, but uh, definitely not city at all. (laughs) Um,
0: So
1: Emily, Emily scoffed, but she's got a Virginia connection that I'd love for her to talk to us about.
0: Paul's Church, Virginia, shout out. Your Wait, where Falls Church? Oh, nice. Are you familiar? Yeah, Falls Church. I just drove through there earlier today. That's like. Yep, that's all you need to do. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you know, my, my boyfriend lives there. I have to go there for Christmas because I'm Jewish, nice. and so I don't have an excuse not to. <laughs> you put a lot of. Yeah, on I that. mean,
3: Winchester is very, very different from Falls Church for sure. But um it's weird. Like growing up here, um, I don't know. We didn't de- definitely didn't have the kind of experience that like people in the dc or richmond area got with music so it was very like, you were more
1: dave matthews and they were more discord
3: <laughs> uh a little bit no dave uh it's kind of crazy so Dave Matthews and like the jam band scene is, is very big in Virginia for sure. Oh, that's why um, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely a big thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, this kind of area, is, we got like a little sprinkling of like certain cities coming into our area. And like, so there wasn't like a big scene growing up. But as I got older, it definitely started to to sprout up here and um
2: well yeah, yeah so dc punk is illustrious so you definitely yeah, got yeah, caught yeah. in the orbit oh, yeah, of
3: that we had, uh, we had ian Mackay play a uh who just started a new band recently
1: literally like, yeah, he just started a new band yeah, i saw it, i saw it on the interweb
3: yeah yeah is yeah, it yeah, called played, meat uh, eatings for dum-dums coffee shop yes. that i book shows at here oh, in winchester really <laughs>
2: Wow, that was
3: pretty sick. It was a open rehearsal, so anybody could come, but it wasn't like a normal show. It couldn't market it as such, but uh. And yeah,
2: then he cool. shows up, so.
3: Yeah, yeah. So big, big deal for the for the area. Exc- <laughs> um,
2: Exciting, man.
3: But, yeah, I mean, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I kind of after after high school and after playing in punk bands is when I started to. Drift more into different genres and get into different stuff. And uh, of course, here I am now on um, Waldman's Tra- words
1: <laughs> via Adobe <laughs> Radio.
3: Well, well, Trey well, Tra- well, and I were were talking about this about this the other day, just kind of like like the uh, the transitioning uh, scenes or whatever. Because I I definitely don't necessarily align in in punk music anymore but like let's delve into that actually during
1: let's delve into that in the uh in the second half because we really kind of want to know what got you into where you're at right now and obviously we know how you got your stage name or at least we assume that Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i really kind of want to just witness like what was your first influence as a songwriter because i'm assuming you started on recorder and then went to guitar but i've been wrong before
3: um, well, I think it was, like, I think it was John Fogarty, honestly, like, listening to CCR as a kid. Oh, wait.
1: Very fortunate to hear about them. Wait, did you just drop? Ah. Oh.
3: Other. Oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait,
1: family. let's, wait, wait, well, let's take a break. Um, just as you were talking about the Credence and the Clearwater and the Revival, we cut out. So, give me one second. <laughs> no. do, you, do you want me to make, you okay. got...
0: Just a little moment of silence. All right, a moment of again. silence. Yeah. And then
1: in five seconds, just talk about uh, Credence. And then uh, okay, the the okay, center cool. fielder known as Atreyu will chime in. All right, okay, in.
3: Sure. Go. Yeah, so Credence Clearwater Revival. Big, big influence from in the early uh, days. Um, obviously, like I said, my mom being a songwriter. So music was in the house constantly. And, um, I think like when I was 13 is when I like really started getting into playing and writing music. And, uh, that was like, that was definitely the beginning of me, like doing really poor recordings in my parents' basement and, uh, trying to figure out how to write a song. And I'm still d- trying to figure out how to write songs, but. uh. you remember bit... any
0: of your first songs? Can you give us a song title?
3: Well, I actually, there's this somewhere I gotta find, there's this great recording of me doing a cure song of Friday, I'm in Love. And I really hope I can find it one of these days. But there was that one. And. Uh...
1: Just you by yourself with a guitar, or were oh, you playing yeah. some badass I, synth? I
3: didn't have, I didn't have like. Anybody that could play drums, like that, that I knew. So I made like beats on the keyboard and, and um, kind of made my Respect. own. Respect.
1: I'm um, nodding my head. It's disintegration.
3: <laughs> and what I year was, was this? Was in when in you that, were thirteen? The MacBook generation. Oh, uh, there we go. Uh, GarageBand <laughs> um, Studios. Yeah, yeah. So um, just kind of doing that, and then what, what was another one? Oh, I had a, a tune uh that i wrote from one of one of the girls i liked in uh, middle school that all i wanted was for her to make it her myspace song (laughs) oh god
0: (laughs) and never mind that that's
3: how old (laughs) yeah Yeah, okay no no now we know exactly where you were in 2005 it's great thank you so i i definitely am dating myself here which i think is funny talking about music industry because like like we're i feel i assume we're all probably around the same age so no nope. i assume nope. Nope. no no that's
1: what happens when you assume frazier oh, really? all right so, oh, yeah none
3: of you all have my space is that just me? Um, no we had it. no i
1: had my space but i was a senior citizen on MySpace, <laughs> and the rest of you so i'm i'm turning 39 in a few weeks but by the time this episode airs i will likely yeah. be 39 um mr oh, not J- not. i i'm not supposed to ask a lady her age so jed
2: <laughs> i'm i'm 27 so Damn i'm right splitting the diff
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And I think you and Atreyu might yeah. be similar, right? Twenty five. Yeah, Twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Children.
0: I'm 22, yeah. so I was literally the last phase little of babies. It was already yeah, going okay. out. Yeah. Okay. So, but you you definitely caught the
3: tail end, and I mean, pretty pretty wild time for sure. <laughs> but,
1: I mean, okay. CDs would actually have the MySpace address on the back of them along with mm-hmm. the label. Yeah, that's how big yeah. MySpace was. Mm-hmm. Oh, Atreyu, did we did we meet? Because of my no, no. the city drive <laughs> uh, no not, not no it was green light I don't how the hell did we meet Facebook holy it's shit Facebook. what's Facebook. that I don't know yeah Mark Zuck oh
2: <laughs> seems like a good guy he doesn't yeah. meddle
4: nah. yeah.
0: <laughs> definitely human being too. yeah
4: not not, a, not lizard Mark Zuckerberg
2: <laughs> no. See, there was no election interference on MySpace. Let's bring That's that true. back. <laughs> no, there was just so much interference
1: from bands and like <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: just in
1: the industry. state of Virginia. And yep. so
2: when just... this did this girl end up making that her MySpace song, or was your next uh, song she... No, she didn't make no, it? No, she used song. Cobra Starship. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah, it might have been like the the like I think you could have like a playlist kind of thing. Um I think mine was first, and then it was probably oh. like oh. Cobra Starship or okay. like a, Possibly um, Jeffree Star. Panic at the Disco. Yes. Uh,
1: Jeffree Starship.
3: Right. Oh. Wow.
2: Whoa. And if you weren't in her top eight, then that's really the defining factor.
4: <laughs> More importantly, Mike, what were some of your MySpace songs?
1: I love that. Yeah. Thank you for riking us back in.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> when, did, when did Green Day, when did Anti-Flag come into the picture? Yeah, I heard Is a rumor, rumor you stage? like
1: Anti-Flag. And <laughs> also, so cool. your voice, speaking voice, sounds very similar to Justin's speaking voice in my oh, opinion.
3: nice. That's awesome. He's a he is a good buddy of mine and uh, He has an
1: Adobe show as well.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um yeah, no, he's he's a great guy and um I don't know. I I I started listening to them. I it might have been, well, actually, it wasn't MySpace, it was a uh, Fuse. So back when uh once again, like kind of the last generation of like music television. steven's
1: untitled rock show man
3: yeah yeah that was the um oh man that that gave me so much music so i think i saw a video for them and uh i was in fifth grade and um my girlfriend loves to tell this story about how, like, in fifth grade, she was playing with Polly Pockets, and I was arguing with my teacher about Bush's war crimes. <laughs> because okay. I was listening hey. to good. You know,
1: some people say tomato, and some people say fuck the establishment. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: But Even your uh, laugh is like Justin's laugh. <laughs> like, no joke. Like, I'm going to call you <laughs> Mike Flagg. Nice. That's a good thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, Because people don't associate
1: anti-flag with laughing. So, you know, it's like...
3: Yeah, no, it's kind of funny. Like, a very serious band, but, like, he is definitely one of the the funniest people I know. Very, very fun hang. Um, I got
1: to write an article about their newest record interviewing him for Alternative Press. And the call, I really... Obviously, it got politically passionate, but... Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how much laughter was on it. I did not expect nice. that when talking about Trump.
0: There's a <laughs> article out, and I wish I could remember who it's from. But I'm sure if you Google it, you'll Bright find Bart. it. Right, Bart. Where wrong like, no. But they did like a study and people who primarily listen to punk and heavy metal music are happier. Oh yeah.
2: Mm. We need yeah. That. Express that rage a little yeah, bit, you know? They're
0: <laughs> artistically expressing the uh-huh. anger and then in their normal lives they're like, All right, this is fine. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. I can
2: handle it now because yeah. I expressed it. I excised that demon. When
1: you were a gutter punk, Jed, I've never seen you so happy. Oh, those are the best <laughs> years.
2: Take me back. Decline
1: of Western Civilization, part three, Jed.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah true. But, no, but
1: he's got a question. He's got a But question. is
2: that what it was then, Mike? Was, was Punk your way to just express this rage bubbling <sighs> inside of you without punching your teacher in the face?
3: Um, yeah, what's your I stance know, on abortion? I've never, I've never yeah. really had the rage, per se, but uh, I think it was like um, – uh, definitely a kid who was, like, always bouncing off the walls of music that was so fast mm, and, like...
1: Like Sugar Cult? hmm
3: <laughs> Yeah, or anything <laughs> that... Uh, I don't know. Anything I was listening to at that time of, like... Well, I guess... It was, and then there was other things, like, listening to Bad Religion kind of opened my... That was, like, the first time I was like, damn, I want to write a song. And I want to write one that has, like... I didn't understand that... Yeah, they were writing like beatles-esque melodies but uh, really with beatles-esque fast.
1: harmonies yeah
3: yeah and then and then they got yeah beach boy three-part harmonies yeah. and uh so i don't know i think it's just like the melody and the and the message yeah and, uh, the, the whole thing the syncopated
2: me. beat hit the add in your brain and you were like <laughs> oh okay good this works
3: <laughs> Yeah, you you can find me running around the basement for sure by myself. But you're
2: avoiding too. the
1: truth about Green Day because you brought up Green Day, a Trey Riken, and I know that recently they did a stupid ad, but they inspired a lot of people. Yeah, a little out of touch.
4: I, oh, I actually saw Mike Dern on Sunday.
2: I, I was oh, nice.
4: he was
1: going to the Supreme
2: store.
4: Right? Yeah, yeah, so
2: yeah. So I, I was, was gonna, gonna say it. yeah. You saw him at uh, Frozen Yogurt's place, right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
4: sick. His kid had a one of those. Bathing ape masks on, oh, and I was like terrified of this sick. like t- hype beast twelve year old. And then I look <laughs> up and I'm like, oh, that's his dad is Mike
1: Dern.
2: Okay. Oh but my if, god. If your dad is like a famous punk, you have to be like a hype beast, oh, right? You have to like rebel. Yeah. Oh, my dad's so lame. Punk is stupid. I'm gonna yeah. go be like a hype
1: beast. <laughs> well, now. did you see that picture of Slayer? Like basically, like he's rock the the singer of Slayer is like rocking out like the Grammys thing, and his daughter is so fucking over it. She does not give a shit. <laughs> oh, dad. But um, no, I want to hear about Green Day being an influence for you, unless Atreyu was trying to lead you into a really funny joke.
3: <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I mean, meeting Atreyu at Gilman was, I, I don't know if he was there when I cried when I walked into the building. I think I came like but, five minutes uh, after.
1: Your eyes were watering. Okay. <laughs> That's some deep knowledge. Was,
0: like, was that like a, a, a big thing for you, almost like walking into like a temple? Like if, oh, yeah. Walking to sure. the Vatican if you're a Christian. <laughs> Or walking into
1: Adobe if you're Scott Waldman.
0: Also, backstory, (laughs) 924 Gilman is, like, a very big, prominent punk venue in the Bay Area. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, uh,
1: yeah.
0: Green Day, Operation Ivy, Crimshine, stuff, yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely, I I was like, oh, all the stuff I grew up listening to was here, so it was a big, and also it was, like, being on the West Coast, being so far, because, like, there, there were no... There were no, like, there's no punk history like that coming out of Winchester, Virginia. However, Patsy Klein grew up in Winchester, and that's her hometown. Oh. Not punk, but still cool. Um, but yeah, so it was like a, I don't know, it was a big thing, because that band definitely got my spark going when I was like, I guess American Idiot would have come out when I was
1: 2004.
3: Like, yeah, 11, maybe. Um,
1: (laughs) so I I love uh, all of your ages together. I hope that you guys all shut up,
3: (laughs) (laughs) but, um, yeah, so I don't know there, there was that. And then, uh, I don't know, they were kind of the, the catalyst band for, for everything. So definitely a important band for me.
1: Well, believe it or not, we're wrapping up segment one in a minute, and I really want you to delve into your actual career, but when did you start playing shows? Like, give you, you can give me the year and where, and did Virginia have a scene that was welcoming? Because mm-hmm. obviously people cool. associate Virginia with, you know, being red state, and your music is kind of opposite.
3: Well, it's it's interesting you say that because now Virginia is a blue state and has been a blue state since Obama's first term. Um, And that's from the
1: so-called president, right? Yeah. (laughs) See what I did there?
3: That was nice. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Research, bro. (laughs) Now, look, I mean, honestly, Virginia has changed quite a bit and, and considering the history is so bleak here. um, It's, it's pretty cool to see, but first shows were like, hot topic playing in the uh, uh, <laughs> playing in the store I don't know if they did that all over but oh yeah. they did they yeah. did
1: they did in stores uh, acoustic okay. performances <laughs> what was was there a local store in your town a hot topic or did you have to go somewhere a little uh, bit yeah, out of Yeah, the way?
3: There, there, we have we still have one in the Apple Blossom mall um, <laughs> and, that's a uh, metaphor yeah, if I've
1: ever heard one
3: there was like uh, a lot of the churches in the area were were putting on shows. Mm, that's uh, punk as
1: fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah.
3: so there was like, you know, a lot of uh, Christian uh, music mm-hmm. in the area and uh, definitely, you know, different from what I was into. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that was kind of the beginning. And then because of where I was, I was kind of like, whoa, you know, we just got to go tour. And so in high school, the band I was in, we've just like hit the road and started playing shows, booking shows all over the East coast. And when you were in high
1: school, like concurrently, yeah, I
3: think the first tour I did, I was going into my senior year and we went down to Florida and back. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, uh, it was pretty fun. But then like, uh, post high school, um, living in, I was living in Virginia beach and, uh, I was like having all these revelations of like all the new music I was getting into. And <clears throat> that was when I was like, man, I want to start my own record label. I was like really interested in the whole DIY label idea and uh, putting out vinyl. And um, so started Well, that vinyl is
1: definitely too. yeah a living wild.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially too. like at, it was funny always uh, when I would talk to the, pressing plant the guy was like yeah man i've been doing this for like 70 something years if you told me vinyl being man no way we got to end is... on that voice oh,
1: really good. <laughs> because really <good>. but um <laughs> atreyu may not have told you this but he prepared a five minute speech so the floor is his wait
3: what did he do oh, no. he prepared
1: a fight five- yeah. no he really didn't no, um no but he, oh, i okay. i would love it if you, Mr. Riken, would lead us with the adjective that would describe the past twenty ish minutes of your life. And then we can all do that. And then we could take a short break, which in radio land it's really, really short because we can go right into it. But if you're listening to this live, there might have been a Viagra ad. Maybe. It keeps coming up. <laughs>
4: I'm really bad with English this I... morning. I'm just gonna go caffeinated as my word of choice. Ooh, Ooh. nice.
1: Ooh. Same. That's yours too. Wow, way to fucking plagiarize your manager. <laughs> All right, he Ms. Told him to say that. Yeah, he texted. You'll fucking say what it's I say.
0: <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna leave off this half of the segment saying I think right after this ends, we're gonna get a Lowe's ad.
1: Okay. Mm. No. What about I'm Caught gonna I'm gonna that. leave Jed with the closing adjective, and I'm gonna just say Hardy.
2: Oh, see, I like nice. that, and I was I've never ins- used that. I was inspired by, inspired by Mr. Frage because he pronounced it earlier rural with two <laughs> R's. When everyone knows that my adjective is rural.
0: I can't say that word either.
1: I don't like it when people say roof. That's fucking lame. Anyway. This was so much fun, man. Stick around for for segment two.
4: Cool. So we're here with Mike Frazier. We're going to talk a little bit more about the second half of his story, his his career as a solo artist.
1: Chapter two.
4: Chapter two. Uh, Why don't you start us off with uh, kind of how you got in touch with the AF Records folks and move on to your kind of genre shift?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, that you alluded to in segment one, but now we yeah, can sorry, really no ahead of myself. You there. have no, no, you, you have nothing to apologize for <laughs> unless you're the guy who just sent me the Venmo request to take my money. <laughs> in which case that was a dick move. Sorry. You're on this radio show.
3: Uh, okay. So I was, I was playing in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh is pretty, pretty close to where I live. It's like three hours. Um, and, uh, so we had just gone up to play show, and I think I met a guy who was good friends with Justin and.
1: From like, Flag.
3: Yeah, yeah, Justin Sane. Sorry, and it's okay. he he was like, oh, "Yeah, man, you and Justin are like the same guy. You definitely gotta meet." And um, so we did meet. I think we got dinner or something, and it's kind of an embarrassing story. I was I was really sick, so. I was like sweating a fever out the whole time I was at dinner and it was really embarrassing like I thought everyone there was Did you gonna... think
1: this is the end?
3: I did. I was like no one is no one is going to want to talk to me after they see me like nervous sweating right now. Were they but, broken bones? Uh, they were <laughs> Uh, Atreyu
1: was looking at me semi-approved I'm trying to think of
4: any other possible puns.
1: I mean, you should with. just write about it in your press corps.
2: Would you say depleted uranium is a war crime?
1: I don't know. I'm just oh. drinking, drinking punk tea.
2: On that note, it was a fever you could sweat out, so...
0: good. Uh, 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 I was waiting for that one. On. I thought you were going to say that, honestly.
2: Silly. I, I did
1: good. not think that you would but, kind of scold me on my show. I didn't assume that at all. <laughs> but you
2: didn't embarrass yourself and you became
1: best now, friends.
3: Now, at least I don't think I did. But um, we uh, and then we hung out some more and I. Uh,
2: Where were you guys hanging know. out? Like
1: paint this picture. I just picture it. It was like at the best vegan restaurant hole in the wall.
3: We were at this like brewery that you could brew your own beer i was one of those oh, wow of first date ideas <laughs> yeah yeah and and he had brewed his beer i thought we he was getting, straight
1: edge i, well, I guess we, we were
3: getting drank drink drink punk that night whoa you <laughs> can do it too and, uh, <laughs> but um yeah so we uh we hung out at this it was this yeah it was like a Brew your own beer place, and then um, and then he came to see us play a few times, and uh, or see me with band or me solo, and then I had a record done, which was my uh, first track, first uh, full length record, and uh, we had talked, and he's like, "God, what, why don't you put on AF?" and I was like, "Cool, let's do it." So that was kind of how it happened. Let's and, just stop uh, for a
1: minute. That's more than fucking cool because <laughs> I mean I've been listening. I I said this to Justin. I've been listening to Anti-Flag for like almost 25 years, like almost. Yeah. And it's just, if someone like that goes to see your show, that's fucking cool. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: And I'm I'm like totally, I feel like I'm downplaying how nervous I was. Well, you were time. sweating. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And sweating. And this time, any other time, it was just sweating because I actually was. Nervous. Did it feel but... like a
1: war on love? <laughs>
3: nice you know you yeah. know
1: fraser fans ff
3: <laughs> word but uh but yeah so i don't know that, that was kind of like the way it happened and um one thing led to another and then they they put out the first record
1: but this is solo right this isn't your band correct
3: uh i had uh i had the band with me at this time but yeah it was still just it's out as mike fraser and for everything i've put out is just under my name but sometimes uh i don't really play with a band anymore but when i was it was mike Fraser in the dying wild ah, but uh, none yeah, of the mike Fraser
2: experience
3: <laughs> yeah i i was the band name thing has been a
1: mike Fraser five
3: that's that's cool
1: <laughs> honestly
3: i don't know I, I like i've kind of uh gotten to a point where i'm just like mike Fraser or mike Fraser with the band that's about it boom but um but yeah, at that time it was uh, it was my first uh, first solo full length. Um, but yeah, so they uh, they were super cool, and I mean, there's the whole band are really nice guys, and the label was really cool, and uh, yeah. So I did that with them, and then this my second record I put out on my own label uh, last year. And yeah, what's the label so, called? D- Geneva Records. That's what and I that's thought. What I, yeah, I started that in 2015. Put out my first couple things, and then also to put out my friends in this area. Cause as I was saying, being in a rural southern town, there it is. it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely. Uh, it doesn't
1: feel like Havana over there, does it? No,
4: It's just destitute. Uh, no.
3: <laughs> it's definitely uh, pretty open, so you need you need some uh, community building, and we definitely it, it definitely has happened. I, I feel like. This area has a pretty tight-knit um, community of musicians, and it like stretches all the way down the Shenandoah Valley. Like, there's this really great band, uh, Illiterate Light, who's on Atlantic now. Oh wow! Just so sick. And, great band uh, name. Yeah, they're they're killing. And I'm it. glad it's being and, brought uh, to the light. Yeah, but it's it's uh I don't know it's that's kind of where I'm at now. And then uh, I'm actually when I get off the phone, I'm gonna go record some more songs today
1: nice well, recording words yeah. recording songs recording memories
0: so how many uh acts do you have on geneva right now well <laughs> it's just me right now <laughs> uh at the time like
3: right when i started i was so enthusiastic about starting a record label and then i kind of just and then
1: you started the label and you got less enthusiastic <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I kinda, yeah, like i just got to a point where i was like Oh, I, I just can't really help people like I would want to. Um, so it just kind of drifted to just being me. But, you know, maybe at some point put another person's record out sometime. Well, well
1: see. I think that this is a really good time to pivot into, I guess, advice you would give to some kid who wants to mm-hmm. go on tour. Because you're literally doing it by yourself. And I'm assuming not in a van or bandwagon. You might be doing it in a sedan with your acoustic. Yeah. Can you, can you talk about that, yeah. please?
3: Yeah, I have a, uh, Ford C-Max hybrid vehicle. Um, so it's environmentally cool. friendly. That's nice. Yeah. That's punk, yeah. Dude. I'm an eco cowboy for sure. I have, <laughs> that was like, my nickname um, in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sick. Cause when you turn the car off, um, this screen pops up with, uh, like branches and leaves and shit. And it says thank you for driving a hybrid. It's very thank feel really good. About it, so. <laughs> thank
2: you. <laughs> but,
3: but yeah, I mean that's that's what primarily what I do these days is just get in the car and go by myself. Um, so I don't know. I think, like I said, you know, being where I'm from, it was kind of like you have to go out and play those cities and meet people outside of town, and and then bring it, it, that. Was the thing I tried to do was. And still try to do is bring people back here, so I still
1: make your like own Gilman. Them.
3: Yeah, I mean, friends, any... bands that I meet along the road, I, you know, I'm like, you got to come to my beautiful town in the mountains and have there any play been any good stories local of places? Artists you've yeah, there's by. this great record shop coffee shop that does shows called Hopscotch Coffee, and uh, there's a venue called Bright Box. So we got a couple things and
1: Bright Bart and Bright Box, <laughs> as Very punk different. as it gets. <laughs>
3: But uh, yeah, so I'm. I, I think that's a big thing. Um, I like have tried to uh, instill, especially with um, younger people I've met, like in the areas, like yeah, just you know, go out and play, and tell your friends to come here and book them, and vice versa. So I think uh, I think that's a big big thing. I would like to keep going is just that community based thing of like. Just helping each other out,
2: and that's as <laughs> punk as it gets, baby. But uh, <laughs> your manager asked you a question, and uh, I think it would behoove you to give us a little more info. Do you have oh, a good story? You.
3: What'd you say?
1: It's it's Sorry. okay, man. It's it's it's, it's it's punk as fuck to ignore. <laughs> I'm just
3: yeah, rambling here.
4: So any good Go stories ahead. on artists you've brought to the Shenandoah area? Like any interesting takes that they've had on your home area?
3: Wait, oh, bands from out of town that yeah. come to the area? Yeah, bands that don't know. Um, it it's all positive it's pretty yeah. cool like every band that i've brought through or friends you know that have played in the area have been like this is such a cool place and harrisonburg especially uh which is like an hour south where i live that's like a that's a really cool community and everyone that comes through there always wants to come back so it, yeah it's been it's all been good
1: well, the four of us in this room, two people are from within about like 10 minutes of each other. Jed is from the Calabasas area, which is okay. the valley. Emily it's is not from where, um, the
2: Kardashians. Uh, uh, yeah, uh,
1: they who me, shall not be named. And me.
0: Yeah. If I had a dollar, man. That's like me being, oh, you're
1: from Virginia. What about Charlottesville? Um, oh, uh,
0: well, that's it's
3: Charlottesville is, is a great town and uh I wrote a tune about what happened there, and um, it's really unfortunate because it's kind of been painted as that's – like people have, uh, I guess, assumed.
1: You mean painted like red and there. white? What's up? Painted red and white? Yeah.
3: Well, they've kind of assumed that it's like that is the – the whole th- those people were all from Virginia, or, or but that's not the story, right?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, isn't UVA there, and that's like a very, very liberal school, and so unfortunately, they had the rally in and, that place,
2: and and that's where Dave Matthews came down and was like, "No, nah, <laughs> that man. is
3: where Dave came from." Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's the thing that's interesting about this area is like there's a really. Uh, It's so split in this state because, like I said, it is blue, but a lot of the state is rural and a lot of the state is red. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and there's a lot of people who have been pushing back and at times very violently. Like we just had like 10,000 armed Mm -hmm. gunmen Mm -hmm. show up in Richmond. And uh, so, you know, as as the the terror state, man, (laughs) Well, it's it's crazy because like the state just ratified the ERA, yeah, um, and like we're you know we're gonna decriminalize pot and uh, I don't know. I like how you cool call it pot. <laughs> <the East> <laughs> no, but
1: I was I was just bringing up and and I'm very glad we detoured to the Kardashians, but basically I was yeah. bringing up uh, communities <laughs> because. Jed yeah. is from Kalbasis, uh land of Khloe Kardashian. And okay, Emily yeah, is from yeah. Woodland Hills, land of being close to Khloe Kardashian. But basically, <laughs> their scene, we talk about this a lot on the show. I mean, Incubus came out of the valley scene. Hoobastang. Oh, really? Uh, Lincoln Park. Bad religion. Bad religion. Oh, yeah. And well. Atreyu is from in between. I I, I don't, I, I should I say Pismo? Pismo's good. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. I
3: think that's
4: part of what. Like kind of brought me and Mike together. Is I'm from a very rural area as well, and uh, there is, you know, now essentially like zero music scene. Not to disparage it, but like one of the biggest venues of that area is is kind of scaled back quite a bit, and like our, our only options were like driving to the Bay Area, L.A., or Fresno if you could stomach it, so- uh, which most people can. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. No. No. But that's that's it's similar in that like California and Virginia. Most people just assume that California is a liberal Mecca, but where Atreyu is from, it's not. Yeah,
4: it flips every right, right. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, I've heard a lot about uh, Richmond, California. Oh, (laughs) sister cities, of course. Isn't
1: that uh, part of Oakland? That's Bay Area. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I'm actually from Long Island, which I would say in the early 2000s was very pivotal in Mm -hmm. a scene, I guess. I mean, as soon as I left, and I talk about this on the show a lot as well, Fellow listeners, thank you for keeping me going. But basically, <laughs> bands like Brand New, who I know is canceled, but uh, Taking Back Sunday, The Movie Life, Glassjaw, there was a real scene there, and mm-hmm. there hasn't even been a scene in Los Angeles. I can't remember the last one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's good that proactive people like you are cultivating their own. So that oh, that's thanks. where this whole thing came to.
3: Yeah, going back, I appreciate that. Go, yeah, I think. I mean, I think that's definitely that's uh, youth the 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 punk ethos there but as i've like gotten more into the folk and americana world that's really not different that's very much a part of that too and i think a lot of genres that's kind of the case it's just like if you don't have it you know if you don't have the uh accessibility of the big city or things of that nature you kind of just have to do it yourself <laughs>
2: and that's the punk aesthetic you did yeah. diy <laughs>
3: going into the
4: americana
1: wait wait wait! i I want atreyu (laughs) to talk so much i'm looking at him and and i think that this is it's we're at 14 minutes and 43 seconds in segment two and that's actually atreyu's lucky number
4: sure um so yeah going into the americana lane and like your kind of diy ethos of you know driving yourself
1: around for a lot of these
4: smaller tours and especially in red and purple states Mm -hmm. hey wait, wait what's
1: a purple state purple
4: Texas Flips back sure. and back. Oh, Blue I never and heard red. that. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, I've been yeah. watching politics all week with the stuff going on. I guess on, so. a purple
1: state is what happens to my finger. Oh, yeah. yeah
4: <laughs> when you exactly. tie the string around it. Um, <laughs> have you noticed like some dissonance or any like pushback cuz I know you've you're playing in these areas. You've you've kind of adapted more to the Americana sound, but your lyrical content is obviously like left leaning.
2: Um, I'm just uh, yeah. thanks freaking well, god oh. <laughs> <laughs> he gets on stage they hear the guitar and they're like oh i like this and yeah. then they hear the lyrics and they're like, oh no oh no 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 <laughs> shut
3: up well, and play it's funny because like i mean it's not like a crazy pushback but i've there's been a couple instances where i've been playing and then, you know maybe it's like a more country-leaning show and uh was that or that like Halloween one? With more country acts. Am I and remembering then, your
4: Halloween show, right? <clears throat> What's up? Your Halloween show. in like, was it Tennessee?
3: Oh, well, no,
1: it's always <laughs> Halloween in Tennessee. There,
3: there was, there was one, um, I was playing actually in Winchester and, uh, Someone walked out and told the uh, bartender, you know, "Like oh, I didn't come here for a fucking protest rally. I can't a fucking a <laughs> <laughs> Direct quote. So, you know, it's but for the most part, I mean, it's. I don't think. Well, I think it's a couple things. Like, I think someone at like Jason Isbell's level, who's a massive Americana star,
1: never heard of him.
3: S- <laughs> well, he's he's. Got I'm a few kidding. <laughs> pretty big but uh he's as big um, as a bell (laughs) he like i don't know (laughs) who's like uh i don't know dealing with like a, a much uh broader audience who might be like pretty split i think like someone like that's gonna see it way more i don't think i really i don't know like i think it's very rare for me to like have that issue but when it happens it's kind of it's quite noticeable um well, it yeah, ruined
1: Dixie Chicks' career, yeah. and it's actually yeah. helping save Taylor Swift's. It's kind of so, weird. weird.
2: But uh, next time someone asks you that question, be like, yeah, I've got beer bottles thrown at me. <laughs> I've been chased out of towns with guys in trucks and shotguns. I was killed. <laughs> yeah.
4: Little known fact. <laughs> Two times.
3: Well, I had some, I had some uh, Yeti cooler guys in, uh, in uh, Arkansas that weren't too stoked with me that were kind of like... They were heckling me the whole time and, like, talking through my songs. And and then I finished the set by uh, playing a Woody Guthrie cover. I did All You Fascists Are Bound to Lose. And I, like, got in the <laughs> in the audience and, like, stood right by them and made a little bit of a fool of myself.
1: <laughs> I, I would have been scared shitless to do that. <laughs> uh, it's funny oh, yeah. you, you bring up Arkansas, which, you know, is definitely a very happy place. But basically – when I was touring in a band that I was in, in Mississippi, no joke, mm-hmm. I'm at a bonfire, which I guess is typical for that region. And mm-hmm. I heard the word, my last name's Waldman, so you might assume my religious thing. But um, I heard the word kike as frequently as we probably said the word the on this show. Wow. And um, it definitely wasn't the right time for me like... Yeah, you know I was raised. Hey, Jewish.
4: don't do that, please.
1: Yeah, no, I was biting my tongue so that I wouldn't end up being lynched. Anyway, and let's Scott, end on a happy note. <laughs> you were at a
2: bonfire the, when the show <laughs> ended. Something else was started. There was uh, multiple events that night. The networking for the for the <laughs> yeah. Triple
0: K. This right. is not Arkansas or what, what Mississippi hate. Mississippi, well, just right? To, yeah. Just to
3: clarify, though, I definitely uh, there are definitely great. Well, there's fine people on both sides, Mike. I mean, <laughs>
2: yeah. Just, yeah. Silly goose. Ugh. Ugh. I've been saving this this whole time. Oh, you're from Virginia? Is that where Thomas Jefferson is from? <laughs> uh, doesn't he have a lot of kids? <laughs> uh. no one, everyone's going to hate
1: everything. Yeah. But I think that this is a really good time for you and Atreyu kind of to give the people listening the tens of gillions your socials and just say what's next in the life of you. And we'll call it a day.
3: Cool. Yeah. All yeah, right. start well, off, Mike. Uh, what's up, betray you? Nothing, man. Things are great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Mike's got a couple new songs coming out. He just dropped a new single, and uh, why don't you tell him where you're going next month?
3: Uh, doing first Euro shows next month. Woo! So, gonna really, um, like, really push that accent to the limit. I've <laughs> been told the southern accent goes over real well. So.
1: Well, that's what they assume in Europe, that's what they kind of assume every American sounds like they're from like <laughs> like Europe? rural Texas.
3: Where are you going? Uh so first in Belgium, then uh, Amsterdam and then a um, couple dates in Germany, a couple French dates. Nice. Couple dates in Switzerland and Italy. Oh. It's going to be a good time. at all, dude. Forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, it should be sweet. But uh, yeah, I'm doing that, and uh, right before that, putting out a couple of new songs as well. And I got like a, I got a whole another record done, but trying to figure out when to, when to put it out, but. We'll
1: see. Well, I'm sure that you and Mr. Ryken can, can figure something out. Yeah. Talk to those
2: jerks at your label and tell them to get off their asses.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, every time I deal with the admin at um, Geneva, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to fucking do.
4: We're about to back out of that contract, I swear. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. You know, a guy. Hopefully, know, the yeah. owner will let you out with the masters.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I've, I've been bad at responding. So. <laughs>
1: ah. He called himself out. No, but uh, how can people check out yeah.
2: you?
3: Everything is Mike Frazier VA. I rep it hard, so yeah. it's easy, easy to memorize.
2: Love it, man. Now, yeah. I got one more request from you as well. I've heard you say What's the up? word Shenandoah a lot in this show, <laughs> yeah. and I like that. And I think you know where my brain is going. Can you say it for us and the listeners one more time in the cadence of the song Country Roads?
3: Sorry, sing the chorus for
2: you. Or, just that or, one or, word, because I don't think we can play the whole song and start singing it together here Shenandoah, on the radio. But
3: Mount you got s-
2: You just to sounded Shenandoah. Shenandoah. <laughs> well, it's
3: also it's Appalachia for those who are also wondering. It's not it's not Appalachia.
2: Whoa! See, yeah. you did. I did learn something. No. Stick around for more Waldman's words every single Tuesday night at five p.m.
1: Pacific, eight p.m. Some parts of Virginia. Also, every single Sunday morning, you can tune into to this show's rerun, which I've never mm-hmm. pronounced that we, at 5 a.m. Pacific, 8 a.m. Eastern, and Emily will tell you the other ways you can check out this show.
0: Yeah, you can listen to uh, any show we've done before this one, and then this one if you're listening live the next day on the podcast app, iTunes, Adobe, and what's alexa Wi-Fi and alexa 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 oh,
2: tell your alexa to enable adobe radio
0: yes thank you jed and, and play-
2: tell your ryken to enable you yeah shannon don't
4: go anywhere we'll be
3: right back Oh, oh!
1: he was saving that shit i love you bye you. mike
3: hey see y'all later thanks for having me Peace.